0: We are back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. The wait is finally over. DraftKings has brought legal sports betting right here to Colorado. And just imagine how much more fun watching a game is going to be when you have a little bit of skin in the game. Best way to get in on this action is with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. This isn't some offshore operation like... I don't know, other gambling sites. DraftKings is a legitimate sports book based right here in the U.S., so you can be confident that your funds are secure. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from wherever, whenever. You don't even have to leave your house. And luckily for us, we don't even have to wait that long for a major sporting event to bet on with UFC continuing to bring us action. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. Don't forget, under the code DNVR, get your sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Today we are joined by Irish Bill. Irish Bill is the official voice of Navarre Raider football. Navarre, of course, the high school program in Florida that produced Dante Wright, as well as Colorado State's most recent commit, Grady Kelly. Grady is a six foot three, two hundred and fifty seven pound defensive tackle. Uh, announced his intent to sign with CSU a couple days back, uh, according to two four seven Sports. His only other offer is from Rice. A little bit surprising, just because when you look at his production, it just it doesn't really make sense why he doesn't have more D one interest. In ten games last year, he had seventeen sacks, thirty two QB hurries. This is somebody that's playing on the interior, not a D end. That's crazy production. Uh, in total, 61 tackles for the year, 50 of which were solo, and 22 of which went for a loss. I mean, this dude just put up crazy numbers. I mean, if you put up half of those at the collegiate level, you'll be a stud. So I this he seems to be a diamond-in-the-rough type guy for CSU. I was born in Greeley. Shout out to Mama Wright, Dante's mom, for tweeting that at us. Um, so it's kind of a homecoming for him. Kind of a homecoming, if you will, for Grady coming to Fort Collins. Uh, Fort Collins, a lot better than Greeley, but close enough. Uh, so I just thought it'd be fun to bring on uh, Irish Bill and get his perspective. Obviously, he knew both of these guys, still does uh, part of the community. And I just think it's good to get the the deferring perspectives. And it'll be fun to you know, kind of hear what he has to say about one, you know, CSU's newest pipeline school, if you will. I kind of wrote about that how the Rams seem to be kind of developing these pipeline connections with various schools, you know, Matterday in Los Angeles, Palmer Ridge, uh, down in Monument, Colorado. And that's good. I mean, when you build these connections, it it tends to to pay off down the line. And it seems like that's what's happening down in Florida. So without further ado, here is that interview... (laughs)
1: we'd do a broadcast. I said, I got to come up with something different. It can't be Bill and Bill. And since I'm a big Notre Dame football fan, I just went with Irish Bill and it kind of stuck.
0: Hey, whatever works, right? You got when it. I, uh, when I worked for the CSU football team back, like at the beginning of my undergrad, Jim McElwain couldn't remember anybody's names or, I don't know if he couldn't, or if he just like didn't want to take the time to, whatever it was, but he gave people like little nicknames to remember them by. And I wore a, I wore a Troy Tulowitzki Rockies jersey one time. And so he called me Tulo. And that that just like became my nickname. Which I was I was okay with it because at the time I was like 18. And I was like, well, McElwain knows who I am. Doesn't know my real name, but at least he knows who I am.
1: Well, at least he didn't call you a shark or something like that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> After that story.
0: <laughs> oh man. I'm still not like I know it probably wasn't him, but it looks so much like him.
1: It sure does.
0: <laughs> but uh the the reason I wanted to bring you on tonight, uh, obviously, you are the the voice of Navarre Raider Football, and CSU is kind of like developing a little bit of a pipeline route with Navarre now with uh, Dante Wright and now Grady. I just kind of wanted to get you on and and hear your perspective on what it was like covering these two. It seems like both of them had very successful careers. Grady's is obviously still going. Uh, but, you know, what what was it like? We'll start with Dante, I guess, just to kind of keep it concise. But he's just so fast. Like, what was it like watching him in high school?
1: Well, the first impression is Dante. If you look at him, he's about 5'9", 5'10". He was about 150 pounds his freshman year. Uh, he played a ninth grade team that year. And uh, everybody looked at him, well, this kid can't play but apparently they didn't know that he, that he runs about a four, four forty, And, uh, he's just, what I like about him from the beginning was you could tell that his, he had it, he, um, he was evasive. Um, and when he found a hole, he, he would jump at it and you weren't going to catch him. Plus, um, if you think he was going to be at one spot by the time you got there, he wasn't there anymore. <laughs>
0: I like that you said he had it because that's basically exactly, you know, I remember fall camp last year, it's August. And I go up to the new SID, Kyle Neves. And I'm like, Kyle, who should I keep my eye on? Like who, who stood out? Cause they had had, you know, just a couple of practices before the media was allowed. And he turns to me and he's like, this Dante Wright kid is going to be special. Like, he's like, I know he doesn't look big. I know like the eye test or whatever. He's like, just watch him run routes and I just watched him torch a couple of dudes, and then obviously game one he comes out and scores two touchdowns right off the bat.
1: And, and but with him, he started right away in sophomore year, and a lot of people didn't know that he was also he he kicked. Um, oh wow! So we, so we had to use him as our as our kicker his sophomore year. So he he went uh, and k- attempted sixty six extra points his sophomore year because we had a team that put a lot of points on the board in 2016, uh, but they also had a guy on the team by Michael Carter that will be a senior running back at North Carolina this year. Um, Those two, it has been a joy to be an announcer for Navarre football over the last, I'd say, nine to ten years. This will be my 12th year coming up, and uh, it's just watching this young man play, no matter where they needed him, he would step up, he would, he would throw the ball. I mean, he complete, completed more than 50% of his passes in high school. There weren't a lot of them, but in uh, two scores, he completed four passes for two touchdowns and 147 yards. and, and uh, But his sophomore year, you knew right then uh, that he was going to be something. They mainly used him on offense uh, his sophomore year. Uh, they didn't uh, want to wear him out. I mean, still getting used to varsity football. As as a, as a sophomore, uh, so they used him more on offense than anything, and he, I mean, he had a, he had a great sophomore year.
0: Going in, like, at what point did you know, you know, Dante is just like different than some of these other guys out there? Was it was it right away, or did it kind of take a little bit?
1: Actually, before I noticed the first game before the game even started in warmups, just just watching him how he handled himself. You could tell that this wasn't a normal uh, sophomore. You could tell that, that he, a lot of people that you have to catch up to the game, he was already there.
0: What's funny is like kind of your first impression of him in high school seems to be like very similar to the first impression that I got of, of him in college. I mean, I just remember going to interview him after CSU lost to CU. It was a tough night, but Dante had a phenomenal game. And I'm kind of thinking like, you know, he'll be down, but he'll probably be excited because, you know, he had a good game should be. And Dante just wanted no part of it, man. He, he was just so upset that they lost. And right then and there, I was kind of like, you want to know what? I like that. Like, I like, I like this dude. He's just, he gets it. He's, he's on a different level than some of these
1: other guys. Well, one thing that he learned early on, starting with the sophomore year is Navarre is, was a winning program. And Dante wasn't a part of a whole lot of losses while he was on his three year stand on varsity and he would do everything between kickoffs, punt returns. um, He's third all time on defense and interceptions with nine for his, for his career, Uh, wherever they need him, he would step, he would step up and he had one of the better arms on the team. So he could throw the ball 60, 70 yards.
0: Oh man, I I'd like to see a, hopefully CSU will bust out like a trick play at some point. I probably, I shouldn't talk about it cause I don't want to give it away if it ever comes up, but I, I would love to that see it.
1: I, I caught a couple of the games last year, especially the first two. And I was just looking for Dante when, when they ran him into jet sweep a couple of times, I was just looking for him to uh, slow up and take a step back and just heave one. But, uh, that never happened.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, when it, when it inevitably happens at some point in the next three years, we got to give Irish Bill the credit because he knew it before all of us. Dante's got a host.
1: Well, I, I, I'm friends with his mom, Stacy, and I think you've met Stacy before. And uh, she, she told me about Dante when I'd sit next to her freshman games. And uh, she said, he, it's, it's not that she was bragging on him. She knows talent. Her husband was a uh, former uh, collegiate football star. And uh, made it to the Washington Redskins uh, uh, camp. Didn't make the team, uh, but she she knows talent when she sees it. And uh, she would, wasn't just being a braggadocious bag- mom. She she knew it, and he was a special young man.
0: What is your relationship like with the Wright family? I mean, obviously, you know she's very active on social media, very supportive of Dante, the CSU community. It just, I mean, in in my little impression of them it seems like they're just a great group of, a great group of people
1: they are um uh his dad damien is very quiet he's an assistant coach on the raider team uh in fact i haven't heard damien say a whole lot other than the hi and the bye and thank you and <laughs> but uh stacy does most a lot of the talking <laughs> I've sat down and had a lot of conversations with with Stacy, especially on Thursday nights for the JV and, and freshman games, as her younger son, Devin, uh, is, is, this is a young man you may want to take a look at too. His younger brother is not like Dante. I don't know if you've seen him, but he's not like yet, six, no. he's like six one, six two. And uh, he plays he plays defensive line and linebacker and a little bit of tight end. Um, very, very talented young man as well. And the youngest daughter, I I think, is in middle school running track. She is going to be a superstar as well.
0: (laughs) I believe, I mean, just how athletic Dante is, like, I just got to imagine all three of them would, would absolutely smoke any of us in any type of athletic competition or I don't even, I bet they'd beat me at checkers, to be honest. They're just so competitive and successful, it seems like.
1: Well, one thing you need when you get Dante in your next interview, um, some of the haircuts that they would wear during high school, Dante had some of the most unusual haircuts. You might have to ask him about that one <laughs> of these days.
0: I'm looking forward to it. I hope he has some pictures of him. Hopefully he's not too embarrassed. So maybe I'll have to hit up uh, Mama right, and, and see if she has some of the pictures.
1: But one thing that in high school with Dante, he was very quiet. Uh, he lets his he lets his work on the field speak for itself. Um, I like the the hashtag that they use in the family. They Use hashtag Jim is Jesus in me, and uh, and I I love that. When Stacy told me what it stood for, and it's true with this family.
0: Definitely, definitely, and that's a that's something that stood out to me about him as well. I mean, it was clear from the start. Like there aren't a lot of freshmen that can come in and and you know start day one and contribute and be successful, but even on top of that, there aren't a lot of freshmen that do do it. And then when they have success are able to keep that same, you know, level head and, and sense of team and, and not just like letting it all get to your head right away. Dante didn't let any of that happen.
1: Well, I don't know if you were uh, familiar with it. Dante had actually committed to Tulane. Um, oh yeah and, yeah. and they, they went a different direction and it really hit Dante hard at first, but that weekend he was on a plane to to Colorado to have his uh, visit there and uh, it was, he, he fell in love with Colorado State. A little bit of history on me is my my uh, father, late father-in-law went to Colorado State when it was Colorado A&M uh, back, oh, wow. back in the day. So I have a little bit of connection there, there as well.
0: That's awesome, it's funny. It's just like such a small world. I, I saw um, Stacy Wright tweeted at me that Grady Kelly was from Greeley. And I was right. just like, like, it's just funny how these like, little things come full circle.
1: Yeah, they have quite a few family members that have gone through Colorado State. and I believe Grady's dad graduated from Colorado State.
0: Oh, wow. I, I'm learning all kinds of new stuff here. I'm going to be able to get a story back. out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. Breckenridge is, of course, the official beer. Of dnvr right now they need our help to keep the farmhouse kicking during this time if you order a meal or beer from the farmhouse use the code dnvr save five dollars off nice super clutch all you got to do call 303-803-1380 from 12 p.m to 8 p.m for your pickup order they'll even bring it right out to your car for you if you're like me you're in fort collins you can't really get down to the metro area right now we're all in lockdown That's okay, because I can still order some Breck beers directly to my house through the Drizzly app. Super clutch, beer right to my door. This is the future, people. This is the future. The 15-can sampler is the best bet for variety. Get a little bit of Avalanche Ale, maybe some Strawberry Sky, Vanilla Porter, whatever your fancy is, you'll have beer for everybody. That's the nice thing about Breck. They have just such a beautiful variety. Finally, if you want to get out of your house, you want to go support a local liquor store, You just want to get in there for a second. You can use the Breck beer locator to find the closest liquor store near you. It'll tell you exactly where it is, uh, where you can find all those delicious Breck brews, the nectar of the gods, if you will. Shout out to Breck. We love those guys. I'm curious. I mean, I, I imagine, especially now with Grady committing as well, that there'll be like even more eyes from the Navarre community on CSU. But did you notice last year that people in the area were, you know, kind of following CSU, keeping up with what Dante was doing?
1: Oh, every time they were on the ESPN or one of the channels, sports channels, Navarre following it, they they love their football here. Uh, where no matter where you go, my son played at miles college in Birmingham, a D two school. And, uh, they love their football, no matter what level they're playing on.
0: that's so cool, man. that's that's one of the things that I wish Colorado had on a on a larger scale was just support for high school football. A lot of it comes down to resources. I mean, there are certain areas where the support is greater. But it's just always so cool to me when you see communities like Navarre where you know the the guys get to play in front of PAC stands and they cheer for them even after they're gone and it's just like a, such a large part of what makes you know, the community great.
1: Yeah, we have a very short history at Navarre. Um, our school started, to build it in 96. We had a freshman class, and each year they would add a class until we finally had our first graduating class in 2000. So our program has only been going for 22 years. And uh, we've had uh, two Final Fours uh, in football. We're in one of the toughest classifications in the state of Florida. In Class 7A now previously 6A because uh, you've heard of teams like um, Miami Central, uh, Booker T. Washington, Lakeland, uh, Armwood, and all these schools here in Florida. Unfortunately, that's the classification that we play in. and that oh, We have to make it to the, to the final game.
0: That's just, I mean, that's a gauntlet. Like, you don't even, like, just if you passively follow recruiting in college football, like, those are schools that you are just inevitably going to know.
1: Well, yeah, definitely down in the Miami area because uh, Lamar Jackson was from Boynton Beach, just north north of Miami. And look what he's doing now for the Ravens. Uh, they got a lot of talent uh, down there. Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, he he played at Miami Central. Uh, there's just some great talent down. It's it's two different parts of the state of Florida. There's the South, and then there's Central, and there's a the Northwest. The or yeah, Northwest and the Panhandle where we're at. Um, it's it's tough to compete against those teams in the south.
0: Oh man, I can only imagine. Uh, one of CSU's best running backs, uh, Cecil Sapp, came out of that Miami area in the early 2000s. Actually, I mean CSU in general, uh, just because of Sonny Lubick and his ties to the university of Miami, they kind of recruited that area pretty hard, as you know, did most schools. It makes sense; such a such a talented or a, such a hotbed for talent
1: most definitely. But yeah, I watched a couple of the CSU games last year. Um, I I love the colors. Uh, I think that's an important part of of your team is the colors that you wear and you wear them proudly. And I I like the designs of the the Rams uniforms. Uh, Miss Stacy got me an old, uh, I think it was an orange uh, Colorado A&M Aggies uh, shirt when she was out there. So I wear that proudly for Dante hopefully someday I'll be able to make it out there for a game. Cause I've never been to Colorado.
0: Oh yeah, man. You gotta, if you, if you ever come out here, I'll definitely, you know, give you a tour, buy you a beer, all that fun stuff, but it's beautiful. I mean, the new, the new facilities are, they're pretty amazing for, uh, you know, a, especially for like a mountain West G five type program.
1: Most, most definitely. But getting back to to Navarre, like I said, it's a, it's a short history for Navarre, only 22 years. um, They've had great success, I mean, especially their current coach Jay Walls, uh, 76 and 21 in his first 97 games, uh, two state semifinal games, uh, three regional finals. Uh, he's just he's turned the program around and it's nice to have young men like Dante and Grady because not only they do they have great talent on the field, but they're even better in the classroom. And I Dante would I believe had like a four or four GPA out of high school. Uh Grady, I believe, is number two in his class right now with like a four or five GPA. So wow. they're not only great on the field, they're even better in the classroom.
0: Honestly, like that makes it even more confusing to me why Grady doesn't have more offers. I mean, you look at the numbers, he has crazy production. And I, I've never met him. I don't know him. So I, I looked at it and I saw his only offer was from Rice, and I was like, maybe it's a qualifying issue or something like that, but it sounds like he's a great kid. He's smart. He's just being overlooked.
1: In fact, he had ambitions of maybe one day going to Stanford, which, you know, it's not easy to get into Stanford unless you have really solid grades, but I think he ended up deciding because he was born there in Greeley and he's had family members that have uh, graduated from, from a, Colorado state and uh, I think he just wants to, to head back home and and uh, get back to his roots.
0: Well, I can say this, I mean if he puts up anywhere near the numbers that he put up for Navarre, Ram fans are going to be stoked. I think I I read that he had like 9 sacks in a game one time.
1: Uh he had uh, officially they they I thought it was 8 when I was doing the game and officially they call it 7 sacks. But what was impressive um on one series uh, they were playing Lincoln out of uh, Tallahassee, which is a very prominent program in Tallahassee, multiple state champions. And uh, we were playing over there, and we had yet to beat them. And we fact, let's go back to 2010. was the first time that Navarre made it to the region finals against Lincoln. They lost in triple overtime on a blocked extra point. Oh. Um, and it was – But so we were trying to go over there and beat them this time. Unfortunately, Lincoln beat us, but on one series – Lincoln had a first and 10 at our 29-yard line. On uh, three successive plays, Grady had three sacks. And on the third one, the quarterback was so frustrated, he got up and spiked the ball and got a 15-yard penalty. So went from first and 10 at, the, at our 29 to fourth and 62 on their own 19-yard line.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness.
1: That's yeah, incredible. It, it, it was, and he he was a one-man show. They were holding him all night long. That didn't stop him. Um, it, and not only that, even if he doesn't get to the quarterback, in two seasons, basically two seasons, he's at 53 quarterback hurries.
0: That's just insane. And he's a guy who primarily plays on the interior, right?
1: Yeah, and they were double and triple teaming him all the time. But he played last year, his sophomore year, he played behind five seniors. Uh, and you could tell then that he was going to be something special. Uh, we were rotated in and out on our defensive line pretty solid. Uh, Michael Carter's younger brother, Joshua Carter, uh, who's our first sack leader and tackle for loss leader, is now playing at South Alabama as a, as a linebacker. And uh, you could tell then that Grady was working his way slowly in, but eventually when he got his turn, he was going to show people that he was the real thing.
0: Awesome, man. That's just awesome. I'm I'm really excited to see how this plays out. Um I'm 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 excited to see this new staff kind of developing just relationships in general. Like one of the things that kind of that with the old staff, they just they kind of recruited all over the place. There wasn't really any sense of ties. And I just think it could be valuable, you know, for CSU to create those ties with a program like Navarre who knows if it actually helps you, you know, land more down the line, but at least when you go in there, you know, you're not like a
1: foreign face. Yeah. And it's it's not a wasted trip for that coach coming in as well. But and when they first hired Adazio, I was like, Oh, that's a different style from coach Bobo. It's going to be interesting to see how the offense plays out. You and I have talked about that before, but uh, I look for uh, big things out of Adazio. He's a proven coach. Um, and uh, hopefully he'll come in and, Uh, continue, get you guys back in a winning direction there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, I mean, like, like you said there, I think it surprised a lot of people. He's not the flashy guy, especially given that CSU had that reputation with the wide receivers, but I mean, he kind of put it best on his first day of practice. He was like, look, when you look at the talent we have at wide receiver, obviously we're going to get them involved. And to me, I was like, all right, like he he gets it. It's going to be fine.
1: Your number one was Jackson, right? Yes. Your number one receiver. He had some big games in the games I watched. Uh, solid receiver. Now I see why they couldn't uh, like put more on Dante because they had to more more likely double team Jackson on the outside.
0: Oh, he's just—I mean, he's such a mismatch. And like when the ball's in the air, his catch radius is just so absurd. He's so hard to lock down one on one. And then, like you said, it frees up room for Dante. And if you don't have safety help over the top, good luck with Dante because he's going to just torch
1: you. Yeah. And if he gets behind you, you might as well forget it.
0: Exactly. Well, Bill, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, make sure everybody check him out, check out his website as well. Uh, Irishbillsports.com doing the countdown to kick off every Wednesday, I believe.
1: Uh, we, no, actually I, what I do is about Dave 150. I start a countdown the last 150 games that Navarre has played. Every day I I put up the score from 150 goes, well, we're at 100 days now. Today was uh, day 100. But one thing I do once we get to 99 is I have created a list of all the previous Navarre players and the number that they have worn and uh, the the year that they graduated. So now starting tomorrow, I list all the players that wore that number while they played at Navarre.
0: Very cool. Very cool. What was Dante's number at Navarre?
1: Well, he started out with number. Well, his freshman year, he wore number five. His sophomore year, since someone was wearing uh, number five, he wore number twenty-two, which is another number they had worn previously. But once that individual uh, graduated, he got five back his junior year, and uh, he he made it his.
0: I wonder if he'll end up ever going back to five at CSU then, just because. Marvin Kinsey had it, I guess when he came in, but I, I think that number would be free moving forward, but he's kind of established himself as 22 now. So it's tough to say.
1: That's right. It's sort of like Michael Jordan going from 23 to 45 and back to 23.
0: Exactly. <laughs> it's all in the number, baby.
1: Well, and, and with with the young men and, and, and athletes, a number means something to them. It's jo- not just a number. So, like Jordan said, I, wasn't comfortable wearing 45. I went back to 23 and he got right back to his old ways. And it's when people say it's just a number, it's not just a number.
0: No, it's a part of you. I mean, I, I buy into all of that stuff. I think numbers matter. I think looking good matters. I don't, I just think confidence and like feeling, you know, your, your best self and being ready to compete like that. It, it all plays in. Sports are, are a lot more mental than people
1: realize. Yeah, I think after this year, after uh, Grady committed yesterday, I think there's going to be a lot of schools out there. It's like, darn, why didn't we get this kid early? Because I think this young man is special. I don't know if you know his size. He's six four, about two hundred fifty five pounds, and he's quick. Uh, he's only about three percent body fat. Um, he's he's just he's a a football player all the way through.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to it, Bill. Thank you for coming on. And and we're going to definitely try and have you on again at some point throughout the season. And, uh, I think I'm, I'm becoming a a Navarre fan out, out in Fort Collins. They're my Florida program now.
1: Hey, the same we have here in Navarre is it's always greater to be a Raider. <laughs>
0: that's, it sounds weird. I'm a diehard Denver Broncos fan. So it's hard for me to say that, but I can, I can, I can do it in this that.
1: context. But uh, thank you for having me on, Justin. And I look forward uh, to uh, future events with you and uh, go CSU Rams.
0: Absolutely. Go Rams.